WTKM-FM Hartford welcomes Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. All right, thank you, Ernie. Appreciate it. It is 9.33 here at WTKM. Pleased to welcome to the microphones at WTKM for the open line program, Marie McFarland, John White. Hey, guys, good morning. Good morning. How's your uh, spring, early spring going this weekend? Nice weekend? Yeah, went ice fishing on Pewaukee Lake, called oh, yeah. Muskie. Oh, did you? Yep. Wow, um, fantastic. It was uh, nice weather out there, a little brisk. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean... We had 48 degrees on the Sunday, so I was <laughs> I glad I was out there on the Saturday. Yeah, I just wonder what that lake was like. You could probably hear the cracking on the lake mm-hmm. with that sun shining on it on uh, Sunday. Marie, nice to see you. Welcome nice to, to WTKM. You. Have you been on with us? I, don't I think have you, not. This been... is my first. Fantastic. Are you a new uh, member of the... So uh... I joined Colwell Investment Group April of last year. Okay, So fantastic. almost a year, which and, is crazy to believe. And what is your title with them? What are you? Financial advisor. Financial advisor. Yeah, so okay, so I'm you're... with the guys. You're part of the team. Yeah. Uh, Coal Investment. Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the website before we get rolling here. The Co- the Kowal Way, we should say, right? Yeah, the Kowalway.com. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Kowal underscore invest. And our phone number, if you're wanting a complimentary retirement review, is 262-522-4040. And we're looking to work with people who have accumulated at least $750,000 in retirement assets, and they're just wanting to develop a roadmap for retirement. Fantastic. And um, several locations, Marie, I think we're up to, what are we up to? Five now, including yes, Phoenix? Correct. Wow. Yes. I haven't been to the Phoenix one, but yeah. I'm waiting patiently. You do. <laughs> you got to go, but you got to tell them. You got to tell Aaron and, and Jeff, you know, guys, I'll go down there. Glad to be done. But I got to do that between January and March. Yes, correct. January and April, right? Yeah. <laughs> when we're yeah. lacking the sun here. Yeah. Yes. Don't send me down there into the office in July and August. It's just not going to work, but no, I just... Great, but uh, Waukesha, of course, Bussy Road, just north of 94 on 164. Port Washington, uh, Wisconsin Street there, and then also Madison, Fl- Frank Lloyd Wright Avenue. That's in actually Middleton, right? Correct, that's yeah. in Middleton. Mm-hmm. And then Mount Pleasant, Washington Avenue, and then, of course, location in Phoenix, too. And then um, Coal Investment Group, they can help you. We talk about translate your goals into actionable steps, build on your nest egg and consolidate your assets and transition into life's next stage the way you've always envisioned it. And that's what we always talk about with coal right correct yeah that's exactly it fantastic so we have a one main thing that we really want to focus on today and talk a little bit about it it's sort of kind of i guess been in the works for a while and it's actually cover your ears everyone bipartisan (laughs) you don't hear that word very often do you guys with it on an election year yeah it, it was uh very well supported on both sides. Um, it was held up in the Senate by a few. I think Ted Cruz was one of the senators that was holding up the bill, mm-hmm. um, but it got a lot of support. And it's called the Secure Act. So, Marie, let's go through and talk a little bit about the history of the Secure Act, how it came to be, the purpose of it, and why it was needed, and why the president just signed it about a month ago, right? Or both of you guys, either one of you? Yeah. Uh, so, how's this for an acronym? The Setting Every Community Up. For Retirement Enhancement Act or Secure Act, I think that's just awful. <laughs> that, uh, so, Secure stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. Yeah, doesn't that sound great? It's a mouthful, for sure. Yes, yeah, a mouthful. So, uh, yeah, Secure Secure Act. Yeah, you um, just wonder: is there like an office in Washington D.C. somewhere <laughs> that people? It's called the Acronym Office, and you guys, all you're going to do is try to create new acronyms because the government has acronyms for everything, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just before Christmas last year, December 17th, it passed through the House, and then December 19th through the Senate, and became law January 1st of this year. So this is hot off the press. Um, okay. 
very new rules. Even the IRS forms haven't been updated yet mm-hmm. to reflect these new changes. Um, but there's some big changes going on here. And, you know, the big reason it got a lot of bipartisan support is, let's be brutally honest here, the government's going to get their taxes quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big changes we're looking at here is when you inherit an IRA. Um, so it used to be that if you inherited an IRA as a non-spouse, you could stretch those payments out from the IRA over your lifetime. Um, so the big change here is that's no longer the case. Basically, the new rules under the Secure Act say that if you inherit an IRA after January 1st of this year, you have to spend the IRA assets in 10 years. Hmm. Now, how you spend it is up to you. Um, we have some clients that inherited an IRA and they're going to spend it day one. Mm-hmm. Um, we have other clients who don't need the money until year 10 or you can spread the payments out. Bottom line is the IRA has to be emptied out by the 10th year. Okay. Now that's huge. <laughs> yeah. That's if it was after inherited after a certain date, right? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So the, the person that had the IRA, the original account owner had to have passed on after January 1st of this year. 2020. Okay, got yeah, it. And that's got one it. of the big questions we get. The big question, the number one question we're getting is, if I've already inherited an IRA, does this new law affect me? And the answer is no. You're under the grandfathered old rules where you can stretch the IRA payments over your lifetime. Okay. So um, how does this change? It's got to be a massive change for people that are giving inheritance to someone when they pass away in trusts and wills and so forth. Tell us about that. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, I would say the biggest... Um, change and like most general thing to say is you really do need to review your beneficiary um, beneficiaries on your IRAs and really get a good understanding of what is your accomplishment when you retire or leave a legacy behind like what is important to you do you care if people have to pay taxes on that or not I mean that's a big important piece of it Um, so those are the main things I think of when I think of working with your attorneys your financial advisors and of course the CPAs if you definitely inherit a um, IRA. So what's the learning curve, both of you, on on this whole new plan for working with people now? I say, okay, people that have had this in place before January 1st, they're good to go. But now after that, is there a learning curve on how you're going to work with the new people that are Oh, absolutely, because it's not clear cut. Um, so basically, there are exceptions to this when you inherit an IRA. So let's talk about those. So the yeah. first exception is basically... Um, if you're within 10 years of the, of the deceased in terms of age, you don't have to do that 10-year distribution rule. You can take it out as a stretch IRA. So, for example, we might see that where a brother or a sister who's the beneficiary of the IRA, they and they're close to the age of the decedent, they would receive those payments over a stretch period, not the 10-year rule. Someone who's chronically ill or disabled will not be subject to the 10-year rule. And basically, um, you know, obviously a surviving spouse, they are not subject to the 10-year rule. So there's exceptions to these rules. So there's a lot of gray areas that we have to dig deep in and make sure that we're doing this correctly. Um, Like Marie was saying, if you have a trust that's been established under the old laws, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to look at that trust again. Um, Basically, where we're seeing changes is typically people would set up a trust as the secondary beneficiary to the IRA, and it would be called a bypass trust whereby the trust inherits the IRA assets, and it's typically set up for minors. Now, with these law changes, basically, it would have to be where the account is emptied out in 10 years' time. They're going to have to go back and basically redo those trusts to reflect the new laws. Um, With minors, basically how it works is if you inherit an IRA as a minor, you get an exception also whereby 
you have to reach what's called the age of majority, which in Wisconsin is 18. And then after the age of majority, the 10-year rule kicks in. But this is a planning nightmare if you have a minor. Mm -hmm. I don't know of many 28-year-olds that are not going to keep that money for 10 years. They're going to spend it all as well. So there's a lot of planning that has to go into this for children that are going to inherit a lot of money if their parents passed on. Sure. Um, So... Lots of work to be done. <laughs> but one of the things that, 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 that is in here that we're talking about, exceptions that um, require, I- include assets left to a surviving spouse. So if you are, someone is a POD for you, for you, your spouse, that doesn't affect them. Correct. Right? They, just, they can just move the IRA into their own name, own name and then, or, or take a stretch. Yeah. Most of the time they're moving into their own name. Um, but they do have the stretch option. It's the non-spouses where we're starting to get into the weeds a little bit now. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that's uh, there's so much to know there, and you guys are helping your clients. Um, you two are helping your clients, and your whole company really helping your clients trying to figure out, okay, now we're doing some planning for 2020, <laughs> the new rules in effect, and I'm thinking about what I'm going to do with my IRA and how that's going to be moved. You can call Kowal, 262-522-4040. Or check them out on Facebook, Coal Investment Group, or LinkedIn, too, and then um, and get in touch. And, or go to the website. It's got a lot of information on there, too, thecoalway.com. Talking to Marie McFarlane and John White in the studio here at WTKM. So um, it's going to require some investors to reevaluate their um, retirement and estate planning strategies, really, really. Yeah, right? there's, there's a lot of tech situations coming into this now. Um, obviously, what's going on, like coming back to the bipartisan support, what this means for Congress is they're going to get their taxes a lot faster under this 10-year rule. Um, I, I believe it was tens of billions of dollars that is now going to be becoming available to Congress much sooner than it otherwise would have been. Hmm. Um, so from the tax standpoint as well, let's say you have a beneficiary that inherits an IRA and they're in their 40s and they're still working. Well, now they've got their income from their job plus the income they're going to get from the required distributions that they have to take within 10 years. So they're going to have to be very mindful of their income. They're going to have to do some tax planning. It could be a good idea for the uh, the IRA owner to maybe consider some life insurance now to take care of the tax bill that will eventually come due on those inherited IRAs. Now, for some people, it's not a big deal. They're not too concerned about the estate planning, but for others, it's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And they want to make sure their children are getting these assets in a tax-efficient way. So you're going to see life insurance become a lot more important um, and a lot more planning done around um, t- leveraging insurance to take care of tax bills that will come due faster. Yeah, there's a lot of different strategies that are going to start being used um, for this new rule. The other thing we wanted to mention in regards to the Roth IRAs, the Roth IRAs still follow the stretch um, provision as well. Just the difference is obviously tax implications are not there for the 10-year period. Okay. But they still have to be liquidated within the 10 years. I'm going to take a quick break here. Come back. We'll talk a little bit more with Marie McFarland and John White from the Coal Investment Group. We'll talk a little bit today uh, in our next uh, segment here about the required minimum distributions. And how is that going to change? I think there's some changes coming up with those. Right, John? That's yep. absolutely right. Um, that was the carrot. Okay. Was, uh, that's one of the carrots. Okay. Um, to get rid of the stretch IRA, Congress had to kind of put some nice little things in there for us. Uh, wonderful, hardworking people, and uh, that's that's one of them. Talk about that next year in just a minute on WTKM. The website is The Kowal Way. Back with more in just a second. 
And we return here. It is 947 at WTKM. I'm Dave Studd along with Marie McFarland in the hot seat today along with John White talking from Kowal Investment Group, The Kowal Way. These guys um, are winning like crazy. This Barron's Top 1200 Financial Advisors started in 2014. Did they do it again in 2019? They did in 2019? Yes, yes they, we did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You so just six years in a row. That's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> that really is. You joined a good company, Marie, no yes. question. Cole is one of just 18 financial advisors in Wisconsin named to that list out of thousands and thousands of different um, companies out there. Um, before we get back to uh, our chat a little bit about the required minimum distributions and talking about the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Secure Act, uh, um, one of the things I noticed on the market, I see the Dow's up almost uh, 450 points here today, and it seems like it's been on a roller coaster ride due to this coronavirus. What are you guys hearing about that? What are you feeling about that? What are your clients saying? Is the media creating a, a financial panic for people in this, in your opinion? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. So it's definitely um, a topic clients are bringing up. I've got quite a few phone calls about that. Um, and the main thing we kind of look at is the history. So what has other epidemics done to the markets? Um, and truthfully, they've been relatively immune to past epidemics. Um, and one thing I wanted to know is that we've always noticed short dips, but then the markets are t- or the markets tended to um, be followed by a like upward continuation, which obviously is apparent the last few days. Sure, sure. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to bring up. But yeah, people have been asking questions. The, the, the question that I have about why this would be different is because Wall Street is addicted to China. We make such great products here in America, and I am so pro-American. And if we can make everything here, I'd love to be able to do it. But that's just not the reality. You go into stores and businesses and so forth, and you see a lot of things made in China. That's the question, is how is that going to affect the people um, that are in China making products that are coming to the United States? Is it going to affect the flow of products and, and, and hence affect companies that import products from China, in your opinion, or no? Yeah, there's no question that this coronavirus will disrupt some supply chains. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're seeing airports shut down, transportation grinding to a halt. You know, there's some analysts out there that say it might knock half a percent off China's GDP with this disruption. Um, and, yeah, that the, the market is a forward-looking mechanism. So it's looking into the future and going, okay, if we get this virus and it's contained – I mean, I already hear some pharmaceutical companies in the United States developing vaccines for human trials already. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think this will eventually be a back page story very soon, just like previous pandemics. I mean, we had the Ebola virus. We had SARS. We had the swine flu. All back page stories now. Um, but in the short run, this is a headline-driven event. And so, yeah, the market's sailing off. But the rebounds will come very quickly, like we're seeing today, for example. Um, and so, as an investor... What I look at as the fundamentals, you know, is do we have low corporate tax rates? Yes. Do we have um, low interest rates? Yes. These are all fundamentally good for the economy. But things like, you know, the coronavirus and things will unsettle people that are looking for certainty, just like the upcoming election will. Um, And so the market doesn't like uncertainty. And as an investor, you kind of have to see through all that to, to the fundamentals. And they still are very much intact. Marie McFarland and uh, John White joining us here in the studio here at WTKM. Let's go back and uh, talk a little bit about the SECURE Act because uh, that has a change in it now regarding uh, required minimum distributions. And they added that into it, you said, as the carrot at the end of the string, so to speak, right? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, they're taking away the stretch IRA 
Um, and that means that Congress is obviously going to get their taxes a lot faster. But, you know, what's in it for investors? Well, there's a few carrots out there. This is the first one. Um, basically, if you are going to be turning uh, 70 and a half uh, within... Oh, now it gets really sticky. But I'll give you a quick example. An example is maybe the best way of doing this. I had a client that turned 70 uh, in December of last year. Well, they're not going to be 70 and a half until June of this year. Well, under the SECURE Act, if you're turning 70 and a half after January 1st, you will not have to take your first required distribution until age 72. Hmm. So basically, you get another year and a half of tax-deferred growth on your IRA assets. Hmm. Um, now, if you turn 70 and a half in 2019, I'm sorry, your first distribution is still <laughs> 70 and a half. Yeah. Um, but for this client that I'm working with, they won't have to take their first distribution until the very end of 2021. If they wanted to, they could push it off until April 15th of 2022. But then they have to take two distributions in 2022. I'd rather we not do that because we're double dipping at that point. Sure. Um, sure. So again, it gets a little sticky, but uh, we just need to look at the birth date and make sure that we've got it right and that you can push off that required distribution if if it's needed. Why do you guys think that was added in to, to the bill when the bill passed, the SECURE Act passed? Why do you think that was added in? Basically, people are working longer these days yeah, mm-hmm. um, and living longer yes, exactly right. mortality mm-hmm. is longer. yep yep and and that that kind of bleeds into the next one is with new contribution rules it used to be if you were 70 and a half or older you could not contribute to an ira and get the deduction off your income now you can mm-hmm. uh and here's one of the funnier parts of that is if you're 72 and still working and contributing to an ira not only are you contributing to the IRA, you still have to take your required distribution. <laughs> so wow. there's some strange stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're, you know, Congress is recognizing people are working longer, people are living longer, and we need to adapt the rules for this. Sure. And a lot of uh, in this information is available if you want to give uh, Coal Investment Group a call. It's the website if you want to look around there and meet some of the people online. You can do that too. The Coal Way. They work with folks at or near retirement uh, who have accumulated at least $750,000 dollars in retirement assets it is um the phone number there 262-522-4040 the retirement specialist talking with uh, marie mcfarland and john white here on wtkm so a lot of things to know a lot of planning to do boy oh boy just i mean it's changing all the time yeah and you know with the secure act i've already come into several examples of it affecting our clients i guess I had a client pass away uh in early january she had a few beneficiaries, and now we have to conform to the Secure Act rules. And so this is happening very quickly, um, and people really need to, you know, I'll admit it's not the most riveting information out there for a lot of people, but it's important. You know, there's tax consequences, there's planning consequences, and uh, we need to, you know, sit down and, and figure out that your plan is still going to be reflective of these new rules and that it's efficient. Here's a question for you. Do you think the SECURE Act incentivizes employers to create uh, new 401k plans and and, and expand uh, access to their existing plans to more workers? Do you think that's part of the thought process behind doing it, is having uh, them create more things like uh, multiple employer plans and so forth? Yes, I would agree with that. It does um, encourage that. All right. And I did want to give a little plug. So, um, if people are interested to check out our Facebook and LinkedIn um, and Twitter, we post um, 
good articles and blogs in regards to all the updates and make sure people are aware as soon as it happens. Those are great places to look to. We're running a great ad with you on it, John, right now, talking about the SECURE Act mm-hmm. and explaining that, how the changes have come al- come along for the SECURE Act, reminding right. everybody about that, that those changes are there. Right, absolutely. And, and, you know, touching back on the employer plans again, basically what's going on here is, you know, the you know Trump and, and the, you know, obviously the bipartisan support is getting is supporting small business employers so right now, if you have an auto enrollment feature on your 401k or simple IRA plan, you're going to get a $500 tax credit for the first three years the plan is up and running. Uh, obviously, they're going to be doing um, basically merged or pooled 401k plans to reduce liability for employers. Because with 401k plans, you have to be really careful in how they're administered to make sure they're not top heavy. In other words, highly uh, highly income oriented individuals are making the plan top heavy and you can get in trouble for that. They're trying to reduce liability consequences for things like that. Um, also, there's a $5,000 tax credit as well if you even begin a new plan. Um, a lot of rules going into that $5,000 credit, but you know, there's a, they're trying to incentivize small businesses to get more people into retirement plans, which is a good thing. You know, People need to save more for retirement. There's not many people taking advantage of employer plans or even getting the employer match on their 401ks. Why is that? Just don't understand it, how it works? I, maybe, I think that's a big reason. Some people just... You know, don't know what a 401k is, especially new graduates, things sure. like that. So I think this is an exciting you'd step like towards to, the right You'd trend. like to take those people by the <laughs> shoulders and shake them, wouldn't you, yeah. Marie, and just say, guys, come on. This so is I think a, the automatic yeah. uh, will yeah. be nice. Yeah. So it's a great, great thing. This is a great incentive for you. Yes. Your company's throwing some money into this for you. So take advantage yeah. of it. Absolutely. Yeah. We have two minutes left here. Final thoughts, uh, Marie, for us today. What are your final yeah, thoughts? I think um, the one thing I wanted to make sure to mention in regards to the coronavirus, um, as long as you're diversified, your plan is following, you know, you have a long term plan in regards to your portfolio, you shouldn't need to make changes. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to make sure I mentioned. You know, we've been through um, with the Coal Investment Group on this radio show through a lot. We've been through Brexit. We've been through, remember Greece? When the big thing with Greece came down, the whole deal with that. And and uh, Aaron would say, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to be Guyanese, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> about all these things, especially in election year. Boy, it's tempting to say, boy, the, the sky is falling, isn't it? Yeah. Right. And, you know, that's the thing. When you look back at previous presidential election cycles, yeah, it, it's going to be volatile. Um, and of course, we just had the Iowa caucus last night. We'll, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, that's just uncertainty right there. Right. Um, no one knows who's going to be the forerunner on the Democratic side. Um, and we can't make predictions about who is going to get elected. All we can do is, like I say, I look at the fundamentals. I want to make sure they're intact. Um, but yeah, we, we're, we're monitoring things all the time to make sure that our clients are, are investing for their time horizon. I always like to say that Basing your investment strategy off politics is not a good investment strategy. Mm-hmm. And we all say that news makes noise, and the louder the news is, it can make, send people, especially the uh, financial channels, cable channels, man, they can make a lot of oh, noise yeah. in one day, right? I mean, they can make a lot of noise. A lot with of people, noise. Right? A yeah. lot of red. Yeah, yeah, a lot of red. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, um, contact information. Let's go through that here in our final few minutes, final moment. Right. So, um, you know, obviously we're looking to work with people who are at nearing retirement and have accumulated $750,000 in retirement assets. You can get a hold of us at 262-522-4040 to schedule a complimentary retirement review or visit thecowalway.com. Um, visit us on our website and you can sign up for an appointment there as well. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you. Looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, looking forward to a great 2020 here. Great locations, two easy locations yeah, so for everyone easy. around the Milwaukee metro area, Correct. right? Yeah. Yep. 
Waukesha, Bussey Road there, Port Washington, also Madison, Middleton area, uh, Mount Pleasant, a new location there, just a year or so old, I guess, right? Phoenix, a uh, location there too for you. So check it out again, 262-522-4040. Marie McFarland and John White, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, great job, guys. Thanks a lot. We learned a lot today about the, the Secure Act of uh, 20. 19, and uh, we say a big thank you to them for joining us here on WTKM. Kowal Investment Group's visit today was a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of Kowal Investment Group and not Thompson Media LLC, owner WTKM, its management, or employees. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Kowal Investment Group, LLC, is not a registered broker, dealer, and is is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. To contact Kowal Investment Group, call 262-522-4040.